The people you know, the experience you trust, the quality you expect, the newspaper you deserve. This local newscast provided by The Telegram. This is Matt McKee reporting from Total Media Studios in Jackson with your local news. Ohio health officials said Wednesday's new COVID-19 case numbers reached the highs that we have not seen since January. Here's more from ONN's Daniel Barnett. The Ohio Department of Health yesterday reported 4,600 new cases, 225 new hospitalizations, and a positivity rate of 9.4%. The state's moving average has climbed to 3,000 new cases per day. Ohio's vaccination data shows more than 62% of all adults, 60% of people 12 and older, and 51% of all Ohioans have gotten at least one shot. Daniel Barnett, ONN News. And here locally in the last week, there have been 70 new COVID-19 cases in Vinton County. Half of them involve individuals under the age of 40. On Wednesday, August 25th, the Vinton County Health Department reported that of the 35 new cases involving persons under the age of 40, 17 of those are individuals in the 10 to 19 bracket, and three involve children ages 9 and younger. However, the Health Department also notes that there is no evidence of student-to-student transmission in the schools. The Health Department also reports that according to the data tracker on the Federal Centers for Disease Control website, Vinton County's case rate is now at 420 per 100,000 with a 21% positivity rate. There are currently two virus-related hospitalizations in Vinton County. A large portion of the playground equipment at Wyman Park and MacArthur will be removed soon to make way for brand new equipment, which will be installed in the coming weeks. During Wednesday, August 18th, MacArthur Village Council meeting, Vinton County Health Department Creating Healthy Communities Coordinator Jerry Ann Bentley reported that the older equipment, including the swing set, will be taken out soon. The equipment is being paid for by grants obtained by the CHC and the Vinton County Developmental Disabilities Board. MacArthur Park Board will oversee removing the old equipment and is offering the equipment to the villages of Zaleski and Hamden. If the villages are not interested in the equipment, it will be offered to local churches. The Park Board would like to keep the old equipment in the county, but if there are no takers, they'll dispose of it. Bentley stated there will also be rubberized surface placed on the Wyman Park playground later. It will provide a softer landing for children, and this type of surface is used by many playgrounds and schools in the area. is separate item from the equipment that was ordered and a fundraising effort to supplement the grant has garnered $15,000 $15, to this point. Additionally, a loan has been taken out for the remaining needed funding. Any more donations received will be paid directly toward the balance of the loan. In other news from the August 18th council meeting, Mayor Hammond stated that the village is monitoring the culvert replacement project on US 50. that has kept traffic tied up for more than a month. Estimated completion of the project is September 3rd. Council also approved a request from MacArthur Police Chief Tom Heaton for the village to purchase two pairs of matching pants for each police officer. He explained it's been a long time since the department has had standardized uniforms and that this has been one of his goals. In other news today, all three drivers escaped with only minor injuries in a three-vehicle crash that occurred just before 9 a.m. on Wednesday at the intersection of State Route 32 and Mayhew Road just south of Jackson. Patrol stated all three drivers sustained very minor injuries. None of them were transported by Jackson County EMS. All drivers were wearing seatbelts. No alcohol was involved. One driver was cited for failure to yield to a stop sign. The fire department assisted on the scene from the Jackson Fire Department. Eastbound traffic on State Route 32 was restricted to one lane while the emergency responders were on the scene. And both the driver and the iconic statue of Harvey Wells on Monument Square were basically unscathed as a result of a one-car wreck that occurred just after 11 a.m. Wednesday in downtown Wellston. According to the Wellston Police Department, an eastbound car driven on Broadway Street lost control, jumped the curb of the island, which splits the two lanes of traffic, and struck the base of the statue of the town's founder. Police reported that the driver was not injured and there did not appear to be any visible damage to the statue or its base. However, the car sustained heavy front-end and undercarriage damage. Traffic was maintained while police and other emergency responders were on the scene. 
The National Guard base in Mansfield is growing. Here's ONN's Dave James to explain. The Air Force has announced that the Mansfield Air National Guard Base, home of the 179th Airlift Wing, has been selected as the preferred site for the Air National Guard's first cyber warfare wing. Governor Mike DeWine says it'll strengthen Ohio's military community and solidify Ohio as a national leader in cybersecurity excellence. He says it'll result in 175 new positions in Mansfield, which beat out the Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport for consideration. Dave James, in News. The Ohio Hill Country Art Show will be at the historic Wellston Depot on West 2nd Street in Wellston beside the train tracks. The show will be open to the public from 12 to 8 on Wednesday the 8th through Friday the 10th from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. and on Saturday, September 11th as well. Registration and check-in times for artists will be Sunday, September 5th from noon until 2 at the depot. Pickup will be 12 to 1 on Sunday the 12th. The maximum entry size for paintings will be 24 by 30. All entries must be original work and all paintings and drawings must be framed with wire hangers ready to hang. Various mediums include but are not limited to carvings, ceramics, photography, drawing, and paintings. A maximum of four pieces per individual may be entered into each category. Entry fee is $5 per piece for professionals and $3 per piece for amateurs. There is no fee for youth entries. For more information about the art show, you can contact Dana Lockhart at 418-6610. And Jackson County EMS will be holding a ceremony in remembrance of the September 11, 2001 tragedy. This year at Jackson High School's Alumni Stadium on Saturday, September 11th. The event's open to all first responders and the public. It includes both local and non-local first responders. You can participate or just come to support first responders and show remembrance of those who paid the ultimate sacrifice that day. Gates will open at 7.15 for first responders, and all vehicles and apparatus will need to be staged at the stadium. At 7.30, law enforcement, EMS, and firefighters will have a group picture before the public arrives. Gates open to the public at 7.45. And at 7.45, the Honor Guard will present the colors along with the national anthem and remarks to begin the stair climb. During the stair climb, there will be six different moments of silence at the times of the six major events of the day. The ceremony will end around 10.30 in the morning. And after that, the first responders will be available to talk to the public, show off their equipment and their apparatuses. All are invited to attend. You can walk the stairs in whatever gear or uniform you wish, or you can walk for as long as you wish. You're also not required to walk any number of steps. If you don't want to walk or you can't, there are other things you can do to help that'll make you visible. All first responders are encouraged to attend as Jackson EMS desires to have as many first responders as possible present. Any questions, call 288-7120. The 2021 Summer Crisis Program offered by the Retired Senior Volunteer Program will provide eligible households with a one-time benefit to assist with electric, utility bills, central air conditioning repairs, and air conditioning and fan purchases. Household income must be at or below 175% of the federal poverty guidelines. Households must have at least one additional eligibility criterion from the list. For more information, you can contact RSVP at 286-4910. Finally today, due to rising health concerns regarding COVID-19, Chapter 45 of the DAV has made the decision to cancel bingo for the weekend of Friday, August 27th through Sunday the 29th. The decision will be reevaluated in the coming week to determine whether to open bingo for the next weekend. Again, from Total Media Studios in Jackson, I'm Matt McKee, and that was your local news.